Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is for hours crew. I hope you've got that extra hour of sleep. You enjoyed it. After that mixed bag of results yesterday, there were three very interesting games. This first one, and especially 32 all. How good is having one player in this game when it goes to 10 minutes of extra time? The amount of players in this game that it picked up an extra 10 to 15 points just in that little section there was crazy, especially guys like DCE who were you know, struggling throughout this game to pick up points. He wasn't involved in a lot of the attacking efforts there and uh, pick up some extra points. It obviously helped guys like Miller, but very highly owned obviously, who's the guy I had. So 32 all in this one, crazy, crazy, crazy. As I said there, there's a bunch of guys that really made or break broke their season here You know, in this early stage. There's guys that had a pretty poor score and really dropped their you know, money-making potential. And then other guys, Tyrell Sloan, in that last 15 minutes that absolutely propelled their, their money-making potential to the sky after a, a really, really good finish and a great score there against the Dolphins. So we're going to discuss all of those guys, but 32 all in this one, Dom Young with four tries and a, a cracking what should have been a match winner and wasn't to be with Lockie Miller missing that goal kick. What are our thoughts on the Hastings kicking for the first half and Miller for the second half and they kicking dependent on wind, it seems like at the moment. So yeah, very interesting in, in how that's playing out. So yeah, Dom Young, 79, comes off a, a pretty low average of what he was before this and you know, shows that the Knights need to use him for the entirety of the year because he is a match winner. He is a game breaker. In this one, four tries, four try assists, 227 metres was spectacular. Lockie Miller with his 71. So 13 tackle breaks, guys. It shows that he is a clear keeper this year and should be for the entirety of the year. These last two games have brought him up to just above that average that he had at the Sharks in the limited game time that he had there. So very exciting that you know guy that we started with is going to move from low-range mid-ranger to most likely keeper at an over 50 average. You'd imagine at least he's a 50 from here on in. And if the Knights can continue to play okay, like they showed today or yesterday there, 
that he can do that. But 280 kick meters, he ended up even had a uh, you know, getting out of getting out of the in goal for a two points there. But you know, one try assist and two goals, and to get 71 points is exactly what you're looking for in a fullback. You know, 54 in his his sort of base being the the, the meters gain and the tackle break. So if you don't own him, he's a must, unfortunately. Uh, get him in as soon as possible. You know, if, if people are looking at fallen guns like Teddy and stuff, but Miller's on the rise and averaging a lot better at this stage. Uh, we'll obviously want Teddy, but Miller's been the one from the start. Greg Marzu, he's an interesting one. Really need to look at their next you know bunch of fixtures and work out if you think that it's going to affect him. But obviously this type of game here where it was a dry weather footy game and lots of points is going to benefit him greatly. Open pastures, seven tackle breaks there, a couple of line breaks, even a try saver in the end for him. 69 points and a cracking average over the first two games. He'll be clearly over 600k after this one, but is that, you know, is he going to be keeper level status like we've got with Miller? Both of these guys in the same team could have games where you get a 30 each out of out of both of them, but then you could absolutely dominate like this. So really just, just have them in isolation. Don't look at, it, oh, I've got two Knights players. Just have it as, you know, what is Greg going to produce and what's Lockie going to produce because they can both uh, do it in slightly different ways. Obviously, Marzu with some tries, but obviously the, the tackle breaks and the run meters for those two, they're the big meter eaters. And every time they get the ball, most of the time, pretty much all the time, sorry, they're looking to run first and then pass from there. So... Lockie is improving his passing game, which is just allowing him to get more assists. Uh, but all the extra running is great for him. Dane Gagai, he did this last year too, didn't he? Came out and absolutely dominated to kick things off. 57.5 average for him. Again, just involved in everything. Big run meters, some offloads in there, some big tackles and tackle breaks to go along with a couple of line break assists and a try assist. So well done. And he didn't even play on Mazu's side this, this week. So he obviously had Dom Young with him, which either way, I think they're both... Yeah, great finishes and you're yeah, going to help Gagai, whichever side uh, Young, Young or uh, Mazu play on. Olukawatsu, bit of an interesting game for him. Obviously a sin bin in there, but still able to get 62 with a try. We know what he's capable of week in, week out. And he's averaging about what we thought he would, that low 50s, uh, potentially a little bit higher week to week if he, if he can get a little bit more consistency in his base stats, which in this one, was a, obviously a long game with 32 tackles and the 200 meters. Exactly what you're looking for out of him. Morgan Harper, turning back the clock. For those that are giving him crap, he actually had a pretty good game. 27 tackles in this one for a center. Good run meters. You know, missed tackles weren't crazy. No errors. And had a, a line break and a try assist. So give, uh, give Harper his flowers, guys. Leo Thompson. This is getting out of hand, isn't it? The man that we loved last year at the cheap, super cheap price of 228 comes out and is averaging 48.8 across these first five games. So these last three have been crazy. And obviously this extra time for him helped out. He ended up with a try saver. He got the 43 tackles. There's an offload. There's a turnover tackle in there. All great news for anyone that owns Leo, which is a, an okay percentage now at three. I'll have to have a look in the top 5,000, which you can check guys in footystatistics.com. The top 100, top 1,000, and top 5,000, and their ownership percentage if you're ever questioning that. Have a look at that. You just type in their name and it'll pop in underneath. Jackie Johns, 58. He played really well. He had a lovely little grubber uh, that went through that should have been a try assist. I think they pulled it back. But uh, yeah, did a, did a great job overall. 27 tackles, one miss. Only had the 41 minutes, but in his time on the park, he was terrific with that try as well. Jabojevic, Jakey Boy, 90 minutes in this one. Wow. Efforts. Effort on effort. Incredible that, that he can produce that in the middle. 49 tackles, 133 meters. So big effort from Jakey. 
to have 133 meters, no offloads, no tackle breaks. Come on, man, just give us one. <laughs> give any of those owners one. They're still at you know 4.3%. So you're very happy with that score, averaging 52 for the year. So he's going to make some money over the next few weeks, that's for sure, with some low break evens. Tommy Trebojevic, 56 for him. This could have been a lot higher. So non-owners, be happy. Owners, semi-happy. But really, after last week, you're hoping that this is the one where you can come out and get a 75-80. And there was one there where I think whoever scored first dummied to him on the outside and, and could have scored. And then yeah, cut, there was a try assist that one of the guys went just short by like quarter of a meter. So worked out all right there that he ended up going well. 297 meters, but 90 minutes he would have hoped for way more tackle breaks at three. And yeah, two tackle break, uh, two try assists and three line break assists. It will come. This was one of those games where at least you can get away with a 56 when he doesn't score and doesn't get try assists and stuff like that and do well. Uh, Tuolangi, 56 for him. He was solid. Do you start to look at him? Look, 43.3 average is pretty good. Obviously, everyone in this game, though, you need to look at this and go, oh, they got the extra 10 minutes. And a lot of them weren't scoring well. It was very high scoring. So those that were scoring tries were getting involved a lot. But other than that, you can see how many 50s are here. And they weren't there before that extra 10 minutes. So that's that. But guys like you know, Tuolangi, Frizzell, those fallen type of guys, Tuolangi hasn't lost too much. He'll start to make money now. And he becomes a, a sneaky sort of mid-range option in the edge. But there are a few that are popping up over you know, last week with Hosking. And there's a couple more coming in uh, over the next couple of weeks. And we've got guys like Hame Sele, who are a potential cheaper option as well. So that's that. Okay, we move to, yeah, Frizz and Braley. So 54 and 52, respectively. And Frizz there, no real attacking stats. He just had the the one try assist there, uh, getting it out to Dom Young. And, yeah, kind of did his job, I suppose. There wasn't really much involved in, in this game for Frizz. The base stats weren't going to be there, definitely, with 32 all. So you'll take the 54, get out, and move on, considering he is priced at 614, which means he's much more, he's about 10 points undervalued from that score. He's about a 44 in that 614 bracket there. Hilariously enough that uh, Braley is the exact same price and has also gone down. So for him as well, it was a little bit of a worry. This type of game was never going to be his game. That was, you know, about... 55, 60 minutes in, I was looking at his score of about 30 and I was going to tell owners just, you know, hold steady with him. If you did pick him up this week, don't be too annoyed. Obviously annoyed at the one game, but it was 32 all in, in this matchup and he's never going to have that many tackles, which obviously worked out in the that last 10 minutes. He picked up about 10 tackles there and, and sort of got his way to a 52 and, and I'd expect a, a mid 50s from him regularly. This is one of those bad games, uh, which worked out okay, obviously for him there. Cherry Evans and Garrick, both 51. And yeah, Cherry Evans, I saw a few people captained him. He's still averaging 62 for the year, and this is what we expect. So up and down games. Just wasn't involved in all the attacking raids, which happens sometimes. You know, there's other times where he's involved in absolutely everything. Round one, for example. And this one here, not so much, but that's okay. Ruben Garrick there, 51. He got involved right at the end with that nice try, a great finish, and, and shows it how much of a, a good player and a good finisher he is in this game. But he, uh, he, he did awesomely, guys. 51 in this one. For that, yeah, he's priced under that, which is good. So anything above that is going to be great. And you know, Manly, I think they need to sort out a few things defensively, but was able to attack really well and do a good job. Hastings, 51 for him. Was also decent, like his best score of the year. So averaging 43 now. He's getting it closer to his starting price, but yeah, hasn't been great. 660 kick meters, 20 tackles, no try assists, which is annoying, but... Yeah, there's still a little chunk that own him, 2%, but that's that. 
Paseko, big one. Fitzgibbon, got Sinbin, still got 48. So he's been super consistent, as we said. Saifidi, big minutes for him, 47. Again, you'd be hoping from way more, just not providing at the moment. If you picked up uh, Matt Croker over the last few weeks, another 40 in his arsenal. Well done to him, but again, inflated minutes for a few of these guys. Who else we got down here? Lockie Croker with 30. Yeah, not great. I think if you've got him, you're avoiding him. But I don't think many do, which is good. Jonesy, Kepi. Again, another game where the middles just wasn't going to be his game. Uh, he got whacked in the face as well. I'm not sure how that affected him too much. But four missed tackles for him, which he hasn't been getting. He's been going through you know, 30 tackles, no misses, and getting great scores. He'll be back from this, guy. He's still got the 44 minutes, so that's good. And we know what he's been doing in those amount of minutes on his first three games that he's played. Let's move to that Dragons-Dolphins game. We'll get straight into Tyrell Sloan in this one because, yeah, it just worked out perfectly for him in that in that ending, didn't it? 52 for him. He did pick up the try and a couple of tackle breaks there, and then he picked up the try saver and the turnover tackle in that last play. So, really, he was on about 20 and then just went bang, bang, bang and picked up those, all those extra points right at the end, which for owners is very, very lucky, but it also shows that he's just involved. He's doing his thing, you know, defensively. It was a great tackle on Bostock. And then, you know, he's there available when there's when an offload comes. So kudos to everyone that, that picked him up. At 357, when you're getting a 52, you're way above the pack, which is great. And not super highly owned. Enough people for in the top 5,000, was it was about 35%. So nothing crazy, but definitely enough for you to put your best foot forward and get ahead of the game. So Sloney... Will he be an option next week? I don't know. He's going to be closer to 400K. Thankfully, that he had that low score last week. So if you are looking to pick him up, he won't go crazy. But that's that there. Let's go straight to Bird now because 54 for him in this effort. At one stage, he had six tackle breaks and 23 meters gained. So shows that sometimes the, uh, the tackle breaking and the efforts like that doesn't really help you on the field, but it works great for fantasy. And for those that own him, amazing. For those that sold him, very sad because... You know, people would have sold him for Lemuelu, and the tides turn this week. We'll see in a second down down the line that Lemuelu end up with a 36, 48 last week, and then Birdie with a 32 last week, and then a 54. So it all rounds out. Bird's going to be the more consistent guy. You saw Lemuelu with nine missed tackles. That's something Bird can do, but yeah, it's not it's not more of a, a regular occurrence. And and Birdie there with 80 minutes. The good news is for him that Ben Murdoch and Silla played the full 80. Uh, which just means Bird's going to spend a little bit more time through the middle and did end up with a couple of line break assists and a try assist as well, obviously, as that link man in the center. So, Birdie, I'm going to tell you just to buy him again. Like, I don't know why you're selling him, but anyway, that's that. Isako, 80 in this one. What a year he's had. Wow. Who would have thought to start with him at 400K at the beginning of the year? He's going to be up around that 550, 570 mark after this, so somewhere between there. I can't remember his score last week. I don't think it was as high, but... Yeah, involved in everything, even a try saver in this one. But three line breaks, tries this try, went nuts. So if you picked him up over the last bunch of weeks, so he started with him, incredible work. He's you know got a little bit of an ownership now, 6.3. Those people are absolutely cheering. Blake Laurie continues to do it. I don't know how it's happening. He's averaging 56. Since when? He's been a 40s kind of guy, and, and now he gets to a 56 average. So awesome from him. Benny Hunt, don't be fooled by these types of scores, guys. You see here he was averaging in the low to mid-40s before this score and a 72 in this outing. But, you know, big congratulations to him and the entirety of the Dragon side for having a nice bounce back after two really poor ones. Obviously, things didn't go Dolphins' way. They had Milford go down injured and, you know, they had Sean O'Sullivan last week go down injured. They're missing Felice Cafusi. There's a few things happening. And, and this is, was the biggest worry for the Dolphins was what would happen when they lose a few decent players because they're... Uh, depth is going to be tested and I 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't think they have a lot that's ready to be NRL talent at this stage. And you saw in this game, the Dragons kind of ran riot on the Dolphins. And I hope that this isn't something that we see going forward, but it well may be. Just that. Uh, Marshall King, nothing much for him in this one. 48. People are looking at picking him up. He'll he'll score fine. He'll be around that 50 pretty regularly, guys. Little started the game in this one. Did score a try and got a try assist and picked up 45 in 49 minutes. We know what he can do with 80, but until he is able to get that, and by his injured or Sullivan, like there's there's so many different question marks surrounding him and, and that nine role. I think you need to avoid him. If you own him, you'll take the 45, but yeah, not ideal overall. Lomax, a good return game from him after his like two or whatever he got last week. So that's good. Curry, Suli, Bromwich. We had Lemuelu, 36. So great work ethic. I'm happy with his 41. There was two there that they got through him as a last defenseman to score a try. There was a couple that they just ran sideways and he just like decided to throw an arm out. So missed tackles at nine isn't ridiculous because of that reason, but it is ridiculous in terms of our scoring. So not good for us at a neg 18. No errors, no penalties is good. 77 run meters, we'd like that to be up around the 100, 110, just so we have more chance of offloads and, and tackle breaks and the like there. But something we can deal with is that 36. It was 40 before updates. That just looked a little bit better, didn't it, than that 36, but that's okay. 41 tackles overall is good news, very good news. Tommy Gilbert, 35 for him. He's had a fall from grace the last two weeks. I decided to pick him up in Supercoach after his hot start. And that, again, just is another example of why you – look for a bigger sample size with a bunch of these guys. We spoke about Murray's, the the Haas's, these types of guys, and we obviously got them in the next game, but they have that longer track record of doing great things, clearies and stuff like that, and Gilbert did not, and shows that he can have games like this as well. So there you go. Ben Murdoch Vasilla, he's back, baby. We actually make some money now, team. How exciting is that? 35 in this one, played the full 80, and didn't really set too much of a foot wrong. He did have one error in there. But two missed tackles, 108 meters run, did have a line break assist and one tackle break. So, you know, if he can get 80 on a regular basis, maybe we do make a little bit of money out of him. We, we made two. We were very happy with that last week, but we'll hopefully get up to about 20 after this score, which is great. Uh, and, and hopefully a few more weeks out of him. Especially with Dragons playing well, maybe they, they keep the same formula and he builds into some fitness. Obviously playing 80 is a great start. Isaiah Katoa, so 32 for him. He ended up having to be the, the focal point there. 358 kick meters was good signs, but really 32, not great because you're, you know, you're not getting a lot of him running-wise and you know, tackles, you're only netting six points out of him with the five missed tackles. So one try assist, kick meters is what you're kind of looking for with him and the rest is kind of all just a bit of luck from there. So 32, again, you make some cash. He's really cheap. Those There'll be still people out, out there that next week will be looking to pick up him or potentially Milford's replacement because he has a hamstring injury. So who would come in at six? I'm not exactly sure at this stage, but we will find out. Ray Stone did come in and play big minutes in this one. So could he play six? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. 
but but Katoa is going to be that main guy and should be able to score you. Like in a game like this where they got pumped, he should be able to score you a thirty pretty regularly and and make some cash. Yeah, at a cheap price, a cheap cash down, so you could get a Nico Hines uh, or the like there. Okay, Nichols, 29. So the Sinbin guys, take that out of his game and he's up in the mid-30s, which is okay. But I still think he's very close to a sell if you started with him. All right, another fall from Grace player here was Hammer. And that was a nice little finish, a nice little try to, to end things. And he keeps scoring right near the end. Uh, same with Sloan, same with Katoni Staggs, who we'll speak about in a second. But yeah, a big finish for him. Still got those five kick defusals. That's kind of in his base stats now, that five or six, which is good. Run meters down a tick. Again, that 99 is a bit of a killer for anyone who owns him. But 28 in this one, still averaging 45. If you picked him up this week, you're upset because you would have thought the Dolphins could come out and do pretty well. But it does show how important guys like Sean O'Sullivan and Felice Cafusi are in this outfit. But Milf went down early enough and the score was close enough that you know, maybe they could have done all right if, if Milf stayed on there. Uh, Stoney, yeah, we'll, we'll work out all these guys. People have brought in Herman SASA, 37 minutes, 25 points, just a no. Aiken, again, just a no for now, especially with how the Dolphins are looking. I'm a little bit stressed and a little bit worried as to how they're going to come out and play going forward. Mason Teague there, 17 in his time on the park. Again, just one of those guys that we needed to avoid. We weren't sure on his output. He had one good game, just like Brendan Hands. I think we need to see a couple from these guys, unless you know that they're a clear gun. And we're not sure with Teague. Bostock, we know, is a good player, but if you're in a team that goes poorly, you're obviously going to have a bit of a tough one. And he had two try, uh, close try-scoring opportunities that just didn't happen. A, cu a couple of uh, bouts of good defense from the Dragons. Who would have thought? So, well done to them. Uh, but 15, so not great. Hopefully next week is better. He can keep that spot, and you, know, you go from there. But Asako getting 80, and then Bostock getting 15 on the other edge, not so fun. Wallace right down as well. So if you have him, that 12 is going to kill his money-making potential. So get rid of him. Milford, seven in this one. Not great. Was doing his thing until that point and then did his hamstring. So it looks like he'll be out for a bit. Just wait and on the news for NRL Physio and we can discuss things further from there. But in the Broncos and the Tigers, we move to Paddy Carrigan. Let's go straight to him. Well done if you actually traded him out this week. It was luck. It was pure luck. I know you, the reasons why you're doing it. You were trying to get someone... Uh, who could make a little bit more money, potentially, like a Hosking, free up some cash to be able to get to Heinz this week or in a couple of weeks. And if Carrigan was his scapegoat, it worked out great. If Murray was his scapegoat, it didn't work out great. The reason why you would go Carrigan over Murray is Car uh, Murray's done it over a longer period of time. He plays more minutes than Carrigan. That would be the clear ones. And then he was 100K cheaper though. So if you wanted more money, then you would go for Muzz in that one. But guys, remember this game, he's obviously playing less minutes. He played 53 straight. You knew he was, gonna, he was not going to come back on from then. We were worried that Payne Haas wasn't going to come on, but that's another story. So 53 straight, 12 tackles, guys. That doesn't happen. They just had the ball the whole time. As, as for the reasons why he got 158 run meters there. End up with two offloads in this one. And it, it offloads to hand and then two to ground. So picked up 12 points in that one, which was okay. But no tackle breaks in this one. Look, in these types of games where it looks like they're going to come out and dominate, he could have scored a try like Payne Haas. It just didn't work out that way. So just shows the fortunes and the changes of fortunes there that you have when guys like this are averaging in the high 50s and making you know seven, eight points on their starting price. And then now he's down to 54 and he'll only make about four points on his price that he, you know, he's priced at a 50 there. So shows that, yeah, one week can change everything. And that's where Murray owners were, were very stressed because he had that 45 in his average where... You look at his average of 58 and you go, oh, well, that's not 
anywhere near what he's priced at. But that 45 just killed any uh, potential of holding his price, whereas Carrigan has at least gone up. So that's that with Carrigan. Let's go up top and let's get excited about the pain. Pass, what a man. One try in this one. One line break assist, six tackle breaks, four offloads, 144 meters. I don't even know if he's missed a tackle over the last the first five games. He might have missed one or two, but 73 points in 46 minutes. If this was a normal game, he gets you know 55 to 60 minutes. But again, there's no point. He's, he's in Ramadan at the moment. Uh, I was just hoping that he came back on and got that sort of 10 to 15 minutes at the end. And he did a great job. He got a couple extra offloads, ran the ball a bit couple of tackles and snuck up to 73. So he's averaging 66.6 now, which is exactly what we were, yeah, it's probably exceeded what we're hoping for. Priced at a 56, we're hoping for about a 62, 63, which is about normal for him. But these last two weeks are showing what he can do when he's fit. You know, years past, the starts of the year, he comes out and he just hits 70 after 70. And if you captained him this week, you're very happy as well. Let's talk about Shawnee Bloor. What an incredible game for him. And for those that held the faith, held faith in him, at 273k, like I traded him out at the start because I play, of course, this is how it works, right? You play him, he gets a HIA 13 in 19 minutes, playing pretty well, doing his job. You then trade him out because he's going to be out for a week. He's not going to make any cash over the first bunch because of that 13, because he's going to be out. You keep Talau. How good? How good? <laughs> uh, it obviously helps me with the loop this week, so there's something to do with it. But yeah, Blory there gets his opportunity eventually. 58 minutes. I don't know where that's come from exactly. All their players just played a little bit low. So Pole, for example, had you know, 50, had Bateman with 50, uh, 58, I believe, which we'll get down to in a sec. But yeah, a few of those guys just having lower minutes. Even Isaiah Papali off and had 73 in total. So they're kind of spreading the minutes around a little bit. And Blory got 58 and picked up a try saver there, four offloads, you know, real no negatives in this one, just the one missed tackle and the inside 10. So would you pick him up next week? I think it's still too unknown in terms of minutes. He had a good one previous game. I mean, he, what about he wasn't even going to play this one? He came in, at, he was 18th man and came in and played uh, in the interchange in the, in the hour, before uh, hour before game team list. So pretty exciting. Uh, but he'll be over 300 this week pretty comfortably. Yes, he'll have a low break even. He would be a risk, I think, if you picked him up. But the way he, the, the way he played in this game when they got pumped, 46-12, is very exciting news for anyone who does own him. And I had a few guys like, oh, he was a, had him in my looper spot. And that was very unexpected. I would, uh, yeah, they were thinking he was going to get 25 or something like that. But to come out and get this, in, incredible work. Isaiah Papali, 60 in this one. So 73 minutes, did pick up a try. He's getting back into his work, guys. The last few weeks have been awesome, averaging 62 now. So he has lost that little bit of cash. After his buy, I think it's going to be a great time to attack him and pop him into that edge, especially when we start trading out the guys like Trent Oros, the Katoas, uh, depending on how Hosking ends up. We've got Jackson Ford. These types of guys, when they start to make a lot of, you know, finish making a lot of their money, could be a great move to go to Isaiah Papali'i. Okay, Walshy there, 54. So he just looks electric, doesn't he? Two line breaks, three try assists there. 194 meters was great news. Every time they, he gets the ball on that edge, he runs for at least 20, 30 meters before they even tackle him or he passes it and gets a try assist or something like that. So as I said, with the Broncos, they were the players that you wanted to pop in your side. The Walshies, the Haases there. Carrigan, yeah, whether you traded him, people traded him out, so he was more of a hold. Uh, didn't work out, but those two guys there, Haas, Walshie there. Farnworth would have been you know, someone that I definitely spoke about, but he ended up with the try, but just very limited on attacking stats in, in tackle breaks and offloads, which is weird for him and did have three errors. But those two guys especially were the guys we were targeting, and they still have, I think, the Titans and... 
uh, Raiders, I believe, the next two. So Raiders first and Titans, I believe. So uh, that you should be, expect some decent scores out of them. Raiders got pumped last week. And yeah, that's that. Reynolds, bounce back for him. Didn't have to do a lot in this one. Obviously, kick meters was right down at 217. Run meters there at 75. Tackles, okay. Goals there. Try assists, all good. <coughs> to Cobo, so 41 for him. That was okay. Just was hardly involved. Then he just pop up and have a really big run. 234 run meters for him. One try in that one. Worked out all right. Stefano Utukamanu, so he had a good game as well. He, he's actually doing really well. He, he looks even bigger and stronger. So if you did own him this year, it's worked out a lot better than it did the previous year. But 116K in this one, 40 points in, in sorry, 116K made, 40 points in this one, 28 tackles, 88 run meters, doing his thing. You know, he's got a little offload to, to ground. He just threw out the back. Uh, didn't really help them, but that was that. Two tackle breaks and sort of yeah, did his job in the middle for, for what he could. But uh, that's that. I think you, you either can hold him or move him on in the next few weeks for sure. Maybe just move him on at their buy, which is in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. All right, Stafford Toa, 37 for him. Tapau, 36. Yeah, I spoke about Carrigan. Fun worth to kind of mention there. Just didn't have a lot go his way. He'll be fine up and down, obviously, like normal centers. Bateman, 57 minutes for him. So rib, rib issue at the moment. That's why he would have played the lesser minutes. And you know, Glory was the one to, to benefit from that. Clemmer, get him out of your side, guys, to the, the minutes. It's like, oh, he came back on at the end. I was like, oh, hey, bro, welcome back. But, yeah, I hadn't seen you for a long time. Uh, that's that. Ma'am, 29, I think you need to get rid of him, guys. He, he started really well, just, you know, popped up in the right spot at all times, and it's just not happening anymore. Still getting a try assist, but too many negatives and not doing great. Stagsy, he just gets lucky, doesn't he? He pops up in the right spot, so he obviously gets a lot of those grubber kicks as well. But two tries, 28 points. I think it's time to move on, on from Stags. Even in these games where they are dominating, he still isn't able to score great. And the last two weeks, he's been bailed out. This week, half bailed out. 28, still not good enough. So three errors, four missed tackles. These are the games he has, guys. Could come out and get 60 or 70 next week. But I know personally, I'd be annoyed owning him, hoping that he would turn into a keeper. Uh, and he hasn't made any money yet. So that's that. Follow, as I said, 27 for him. Coruscant, 27. Get rid of him as well. Uh, get rid of Dewey, guys. 25. Looks okay, kicks a little bit, five kick defusals, run them all for 143, but you know, 11 in negatives, no tackles, which he used to get 20 odd. So yeah, game over. Unfortunately, if he keeps getting named in fullback, the only chance would be if he gets named at 5'8", but then he's got a buy coming up. So just move on from him. Hope you enjoyed those Saturday games, guys. There's two games to go. If you did pick up Hines and captain him, I actually hope he only scores about 55. I'm sorry, I have to say it. Look, I don't want him to score well today. I don't, I want his price to go down. It's probably not going to. He has too high of a 98 in there. But I hope it does. Good luck. But not good luck.